Hello, and welcome to the Five Core Life Podcast with Will Moore, founder of More Momentum. If you're not already, please make sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when a new episodes air every week. On today's episode of the Five Core Life Podcast, Will Moore is interviewed on the Simply Human Podcast by Mark Rogers and Rick Bentley. On their podcast, Mark and Rick help humans discover just how simple being a healthy human really is. Eat like a human, move like a human, sleep like a human, enjoy life like a human. On this episode, they talk to Will Moore about Alone, Blinkist, Audible, an F-bomb, Kids Are the Worst, Doubles, Will's Daily Routine, the five books Will Moore recommends, Jaws Books versus Movie, and more. So are you ready to fire in all cylinders? If so, let's go. Everyone has the same five core areas of their life that ultimately determine how happy they'll be. Unfortunately, most of us have developed failure habits in each, and it's Will Moore's mission to help replace those with success habits to maximize momentum. After exiting his business for a combined nine-figure sum, Will learned it's not just about becoming an entrepreneur of your career, but an entrepreneur of the most important business you'll ever run your life. And to crush it in your life requires firing on all cylinders in your five cores by continually taking action, building habits, and maintaining balance in each. On today's show, it's the return of William Moore, Willie Woo, Will. He's a serial entrepreneur and the founder of More Momentum, a self-improvement movement, helping people become the best versions of themselves. And this is a really fun conversation because we don't really talk about anything. We're just just like having a conversation with him. It was almost like a uh, Simply Human short, just talking about what he's been doing. And we talk all about it. It was just, but it never, it was just a really good conversation. It was fun. So I put my hat on during the call. So let's get, well, you, okay. (laughs) You've you've chatted me what's happening. So (laughs) let's get to the interview with William Moore, Willie Woo, Will, all the things. He's awesome. And uh, here's Will. Here you go. Well, hello. Uh, so it's good to finally see what you guys look like. We're, yeah, we're recording. Last. Well, I'm beautiful. If that was uh, <laughs> any question, you didn't realize that. So, well, okay. Well, hold on. What were you saying? I have to say this. I actually knew a guy. <laughs> Whoa! Bragging montage. Add that everyone. to the bragging montage. <laughs> and I knew a William Moore, and we called him Willie Mo. Hmm. Can I've we, never called Willie Mo. Can we call you Willie Mo? Well, first, let me tell you what my nicknames have been, and then you can decide. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Of course. So there was the worm. Okay. Okay. Huh. Not because for what you might think. That you like to eat earthworms in the backyard? Okay. It is what you think. Because no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're a rebounder for the Detroit Pistons in the early 90s? Dennis Rodman look alike. No, yeah, you look just like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> It'll be more fun to not tell you why I was called Worm and just let it... Just keep guessing. ...to the curiosity, I guess. So there was that. Um, my grandmother called me Willy Woo. Willy Woo, okay. So she would, I would be embarrassed, and I would get in front of um, her at the mall, and she would take me when I was a young lad at 12 or so, you know, when just you're just so self-conscious, it's just coming out of your pores. Mm-hmm. And I would walk 10, 10 feet ahead of my grandmother because I didn't want people knowing that she was fine. Willy Woo! And she would just laugh. She had a wicked sense of humor. God love you. Mary was, oh, we, oh, we called she, her she's Moose. passed Moose. on. Has she passed on? Is that, with us. Oh. Um, 
Way to go. Big Willie style. That's CMS Big Willie style. Yep. My yes. daughter, my oldest daughter loves getting jiggy with it, and she knows just about every word. Rest in peace, uh, Will Smith and Jade. What's her name? Their marriage. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. They're still married. I applaud their maturity of being able to talk about their affairs. That entanglement on, on the internet. Well, is that not the craziest thing you've ever seen? I've just like, seen the memes. Well, I don't know what's happening. I've just seen the memes. So I can appreciate this from the perspective of like, they realize that like there's no more romantic whatever going on, but they're like, yeah, hey, you know what? You can still stay married and, you know, trans, what do they call it? Transitioning to a life partnership or something ridiculous. So they're not like that. They're not, yeah. no, they're still married. They're legally married. But they're, they're just, not like kissing and stuff and holding hands. <laughs> okay. That's, all, that's the whole point. <laughs> don't make me have to edit the that's video. The whole point you know you've the video now. You didn't used to, but now you can. Yeah. That's yep. the whole point of the story is she, uh, she apparently banged some like twenty-two-year-old rapper guy who I've yeah. never heard of. Hip-hop artist, August something or else, and yeah, uh, he looked like Wiz Khalifa, but yeah. I don't know. Who but uh, and and so that was like what they talked about on the internet is how I mean she referred to it as an entanglement. I got into an entanglement with August, which Twitter had a field. Day I with, had. So, oh, so we're calling it entanglement now. Okay. I had an entanglement with Rick's Uh-oh. mother back in the early nineties. Would you like to go into more detail about that? Uh, uh, yeah, um, your dad and he would call. I, uh, maybe yeah, you shouldn't. Good. Uh, let's talk about this book. Uh, w- uh, Willie Woo, have you heard <laughs> you of this? You got me book? again with this. <laughs> Willie Woo. That's what you decided on? Willie Woo? That's what we're going with? <laughs> That's okay. the greatest. That's fair. I put myself out there. That's it. We have started watching. Have you watched Alone? Have you heard of this I show? Saw the first, I saw half of the first episode and I fell asleep. I've got it queued up on Netflix. Oh, which, oh okay. So season six. Yeah, because right, I'm so right. So, I missed the whole. So see, so season six is out on Netflix. It's the only sh- it's the only season that's on Netflix. The other seasons are on other things. Okay. I started with season six, and it's fantastic. Rick, are you done with season six? Uh, no, we're about. I don't know how how much how far we in, or are into it. There are seven people left. Okay. Uh, I don't want to give anything away for people who haven't watched. So I think there's seven contestants left. So, so it feels like we're probably about three quarters. They of the put through. ten people out in the wilderness, and basically you're all alone, and the last person out there wins five hundred thousand dollars. And so we watched season six. That, my kids by the way, that it. is like a, the the that's a crappy prize. I know <laughs> five hundred grand. Okay, listen, I'm not gonna like sniff at five hundred grand, but like Cute half like it's gonna be the first time I saw it when it was called Survivor, and it was right. a million. Right. Yeah. Well, it listen, is a little a million different. bucks seems like a like who's the guy who who are the ad wizards who came up with this one? Like five hundred like let's make it a cool million because you're gonna have to give half of it in taxes. But listen, here's something crazy that I've learned. I'm we're going back and we're gonna watch seasons one through five. Okay. Season seven, which is happening now, it's whoever makes it a hundred days wins a million bucks. And if all ten of them do it, they all ten win a million bucks. If one okay. of right, so that's I feel like that's gonna be fun. To get I think that is a better w- better to way there. to do it. I have one more thing I would like to re- uh, refer to you guys as a thing to do and listen to and learn. Both of y'all have Audible? I do not. Levels are all good. Audible, anyone? Okay, you don't have Audible? No. You I have, read my books, Mark. You have like an Amazon? God wanted us to. <laughs> oh, we're going to go there now. Yeah. We're, are we going? Uh, do you have an Amazon Prime account? Yes. So you have Audible. Okay. But I just, I, wait, 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 I have it. I just don't use it? Yeah, if you have an Amazon account, you you have an Audible account. Okay, wow. there's an Audible original, so it's kind of like a podcast. It's a 
book technically, but it's like it's in the form of a podcast. There's like different people talking, and it's not like someone reading a book to you like you're in preschool. It's called Evil Has a Name. I want both of you, when we hang up this call, to start listening to it tonight. I'm to do it. Sorry. Hold on. Let me take notes. It will. It is the most unbelievable <sighs> true crime story I've ever heard. Evil has a name audible. Yep. It's a six-hour book podcast, whatever. Six hours? That's really short. Most books are like 14 to 20 hours. I'm reading all the oh Harry Bosch novels. Anyone? <laughs> Detective Harry it Bosch? That sounds like a fake name if I ever heard one. Oh, well, his real name is Hieronymus Bosch. Fake no. name. So do you listen to these like – do you just like sit in a room – with your headphones on, actually, I go to a park and I sit in the middle of one of those old like uh, uh, merry-go-rounds, and I just—that's what in he the tells middle. the cops. He's listening to a podcast, but really, <laughs> he's casting a wide net. Really I'm sorry, officer. I'm sitting in my car. And my pants just fell off. I don't know why. What happened to them? I didn't even see those. No, I'm not even together. They were those. They were those <laughs> NBA button ripoff pants, and I just—I don't know. I guess I didn't get all the buttons. <laughs> They got hooked in the door and they ripped <laughs> off. And I don't know. Sorry, not here doing a research project. Oh, man. Audible.com. I listened to well, it. Uh, before I forget. Have you guys heard of Blinkist? No. Mm-mm. No. So Rick, maybe? if you think Audible's cheating, I mean, you will basically think <laughs> Blinkist is like basically getting hit over the head with a. Do they take the you know, book words and inject them into your your temple with a, with a syringe? Blinkist, which I admittedly use, which when I first heard about it, I was like, this sounds too good to be true. I feel like I'm cheating. But then I said, you know what? How much time does a man have? How much time? Time is a precious resource. Blinkist takes any book I have heard and literally this. just shoves it down into like, five to, like eight to ten minutes. They basically just take the best of the best. So I only I just do it with the personal. I've never done it with any other book other than personal development books. So okay, I, that's actually okay. So it's like uh, what we had in high school. It's like Cliff's Notes. Yes, it's like Cliff's Notes, but audio. So I'll go to the gym. Why so didn't I'm they have about. this twenty five years ago? I would have made great grades. No right. Well, yeah, probably right. not. No, you wouldn't. Have. The teachers know how to ask like the detailed questions, like what what was the color of. Piggy's conch in the stupid Lord of the Flies Piggy, or whatever. Uh, and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. That's not in the freaking Cliff's Notes. It's a great book. Just hit the high points here, lady. It was Piggy's conch. Was that from Huckleberry Finn? Piggy's conch. Yes. That was from the epilogue of Huckleberry <laughs> Finn. <laughs> so, so Blinkist. Listen, Blinkist. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. So I, I when I used to go to the gym back when people went to the gym, people again. people will live again, people yeah. will work out again. When I used to go to the gym, I would literally, I'd put them on because I hate just the act of doing this, right? And I, and music's great, but I was like, you know what? I don't have enough time. It was all, like I was feeling guilty about all these books I wanted to read. And I, I discovered this thing and I was just like flying. I would read like two to three books in a workout. Do you listen right? to them? Uh, it, it, oh, well, Blinkist is different. So, because in Audible, I'll listen to it at like two times speed. So a six-hour book will take me three hours to read. Oh, is Blinkist do. like that or is it just... Oh, it's calling it reading. Yeah. You it can't take that. you three hours to read. Get out of here with your naysayers. But so what I would do, but I, I'll like I'll, then I'll pause it in between sets and I'll take I'm like a crazy note taker. I'll like take notes in my. You know, I don't know why I did that. I haven't done that. Years. You have a stylus. You your palm, you have your palm pilot. Your notepad as I'm working. What is it? What are they? The Apple Newton. He's got a legal. Let me get like, out my Apple Newton real quick. <laughs> he's got a yellow legal pad. It's just got sweat yeah. dripped all over it. Like the <laughs> ink is all smearing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here it is. Here it there is. it is. Right there. <laughs> 
So, so it's, no, I tell you, I, I, I highly recommend if there's like books that you're like feeling guilty, it's like more for like, I know I'll never read these 50 books that people are like, you should read this. Right. And it's like, you at least get the gist. And then what I do is when I really like one of them, then I go and I read the full one. Yeah, it like sounds go. like a good idea for like, like you said, like personal development yeah. books. Like it would be a bad idea if you're like, oh, I'm going to do this for Moby Dick. Like, oh, God, uh, guy shoots a whale. Okay, got it. That done. Right. I, I, Rick, I, I read Moby Dick, everybody. Rick, tell you, we'll tell our parents that we're blinkisting the Bible and then they'll be like, oh, okay, <laughs> my parents will not believe not even one word of that. <laughs> okay. As, um, as soon as you touch it, did your hands like light on fire and start burning and melting? All right. Will, since we talked. You had a birthday on April seventh, correct? Wow, dude, are you stalking? We wrote me, we wrote it down. It's in the <laughs> show notes. What uh, What did you do for your birthday? Well, it was pandemic. Yeah, yeah sounds- I mean, dude. So my so I have a four year old. We he talked did. about his drive by party, yeah. didn't we? Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. So maybe this maybe we did talk to you post pandemic. Yeah, because he did. April nineteenth was his drive by. If we talked about that. Maybe it was at, maybe you had already had your birthday. Who knows the? Time. Are we in the twilight zone? Maybe I'm you and Wait, you're maybe we were you. driving 88 miles an hour, and now we're before the interview. We're in 1885 uh, with Doc. Yeah. Ooh, that's literally my favorite movie. Oh, the third one is the best. That Ooh, well, that's a terrible opinion. No, oh. I'm sorry. We need to derail that's, the whole interview. Yeah, and speaking talk about of that. derail, the train you know what, scene. I gotta go, guys. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I said yeah. it was the best. It's not. It's the worst by far. The the western one you think is the best? Mark thinks the western one is the best. I like Clara. Yeah, I know, right? What's All your... right. Well, welcome to the Simply Human Podcast with William Moore and Rick. Mark has been kicked <laughs> off because he has a crappy I, opinion. I respect the fact that you. I'll give you a pass, Mark. Is anybody that likes Back in the Future? I, I, well, what's I, your what is your take on it? Is the well, second I mean, one? the first one, I think, just I, you Classic. can't even compare just because it was like out of nowhere. You're like, what yeah. the hell did I just watch? Steven the idea, Spielberg, the Libyans, hard. that whole. Well, just the idea of like uh, breaking the space-time continuum wasn't really something that had been talked about in movies. Yeah, right, it's kind of a revolutionary about, idea. Right, the gig one point twenty-one gigawatts capacitors. Everybody dreams about like being able to like travel through time, and then all of a sudden, Michael J. Fox, Alex B. Keaton from Family Ties is doing. Oh, You're fine. <laughs> it's all I can swear now too. It's cool if you did it, so now I can swear. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I did a podcast. Listen, this is no joke. I did a podcast. So the guy warned me. I'm not gonna say who who was. But he, he told me before, and he said, absolutely no cursings, very serious. He's like, we're going to have to stop what you do. And I did what I just did, but I, it was even less bad. It was like half as bad as the F-bomb. It's like poop or something. Yeah, it that was in between and, and the F-bomb, somewhere in between. I don't remember. He literally stopped it. He gets up, and we were like 45 minutes in. We had like... <laughs> He's like, he's out on the editing tool. He goes, he's like, I'm he not. goes, it's dead. I can't use it. I can't use it. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. And it, it was like a really good, it was a good, like he was asking good questions. We were like, <laughs> it was a good interview. And I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, I, I'm just begging you. Like, is there any way we can maybe just like pause that Edit. clip and like just cut back up like five or... seconds and then just kind of loop it back in and I can stop on that previous sentence that I said. And I like had to convince this guy and he, did he? I, I'll give him credit. He's like, you know what? I've never done this before. He's like, this is a great interview. He's like, I'm going to do it. And we did. And we like pretended like we were just. So if anybody heard that and there's like a part where all of a sudden you kind of hear. <laughs> then now you know. It's like Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. And they're like, oh, this is perfect. Oh, wait, we see that. Oh, we see that guy's penis. Sorry. 
cover it all up. Cover the whole thing up. Start over. Sorry. Let's whitewash the whole thing. Let's paint a big smile. If it was uh, what an ancestor of mine, it wouldn't take much to just cover that. <laughs> Judging by the painting, it was an ancestor of yours. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> William Moore, what have you been doing? How are you handling pandemic? What are you doing to keep your brain sane? That rhymed. Insane in the membrane. What's been happening the last few months? We have so, like we have like ten minutes left. <laughs> and cut. Uh, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make this short. <laughs> uh, I've been very fortunate. My life has not changed much. I, I work from home. From my, where you see me now, this is where I spend. And what city are you in? I'm in uh, Chicago, so Evanston, a suburb outside of Chicago. Where are you guys? Uh, we're both in Texas. I'm in Fort Worth. Mark is in. We talked about this, but wait. Did y'all just keep talking? Keep keep going. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so uh, my wife is really the one that's. <laughs> is he going to poop? <laughs> <laughs> wait, no. He just ran into a closet. He's. Uh, I know what he's doing, William. I know what he's doing. He's getting his Chicago Bulls hat because he got super obsessed with the '90s Bulls. See, and he bought a bunch of Bulls paraphernalia. Man, I knew it. I know him like the back of my freaking hand. Wow. You guys remind me of uh, me and my best friend, right? It's like you knew what he was going to do before he did. The like, look on his face. <laughs> I knew You're such an idiot. So listen. Ooh. Ooh, are those? Those are cool. Those are pretty cool, bro. Shut up, Rick. Mint condition, not touched. Those are nice. I put so one. Listen, you're going to like this. I played golf today. With Michael Jordan. <laughs> No, but close. Well, not really close. It was Bill winning. Vlade Divac. <laughs> 50 people removed close. But, uh, the, no, the guy I played golf with uh, used to caddy at Evanston Golf Club and caddied for Michael Jordan when he used to play there back in the day, back in the Bulls run. Wow. Talking about. He said he wore those crazy pants, and he was a crazy gambler and smoked that cigar. Huge and cigar. Just, I know a guy once who met Jordan, and instead of like, oh, you're the best basketball player ever, I'm sorry, I love watching you, that's a shot against Elo. He literally was like, hey, man, how's your golf game? And Jordan was like, you know what? Hey, stranger, let's go play golf tomorrow. What? It was a guy, Mark, who used to listen to our radio show in Abilene. Really? You were on it. He Tucker? Met, he ran into Jordan. I don't remember the guy's name even, but he ran into Jordan somewhere. Please refer to him like, hey, as man, Mr. Jordan. I just want to shake your hand. How's your golf game? And Jordan's like, you know what? I'm going to be in town the next couple of days. Why don't you come play with me tomorrow? And he played 18 with Jordan the next day. Now, now that, dude, that's a story. That's, a, that's the that's greatest story, story I think any human being has ever told. Well, ever. that's not Besides good. the guy who invented fire. That's a pretty That was a cool story. one. Yeah. But like, playing it. golf with Jordan. Yeah, okay. no, that's a, that's a, that is a good one. Now so, that now that you feel at home, what have you been doing? <laughs> so yeah, so so similar, just working on my app, working on my book, working on my schnizzle, working on my pizzle, working on my whistle. <laughs> uh, my wife is really the one that's had the blunt. So she's uh, a Chicago public school. She she works Ooh. with underprivileged kids, uh, physical therapy. She started working. She actually just graduated. Started working last year, and then this thing happened pretty much. Right Jeez. when she started, perfect time. So she's got sideline. Obviously, the kids are, are here, so she's dealing with a one year old and a now one. He just turned one and a four year old. Holy schmoly! Both boys. You got two boys. Two boys. Ooh. That's what Rick cool. has. The two boys. Uh, two boys. Yeah. How old, Rick? Uh, Twelve and nine. So okay, so you, you have been, a lot to look forward to. Okay, so go back. Go back to the future. Go back in time. 
to when they were four and one. God, and it's just I don't know way. if you can remember. You probably blocked it out, but holy it's cow, terrible. It's, it's terrible. Nuts. It's and everybody talks about how like the joy of parenthood. And I listen. I love my boys. Uh, now that they're like at a really great age, like we actually have fun. Like we can do fun things. Before six is but when just they're like miserable. four and one, they're yeah. useless. Yeah. There's uh, nothing you can do with them. They and gotta, all you're doing is like naps. It's like looking at an egg. You're waiting for it to hatch. You're like, God, this sucks. He doesn't can't. I can't make any sixty nine jokes with him because he doesn't get any of them. I can't make any like that's what she said jokes. Like they're stupid and they think dumb things are funny. And then like now that they get older, though, now you can. Oh, okay. This is uh, sixty nine. I get what that means yes that's See, funny now six and then i'll tell you man yeah so i'm right in the thick of it and so like i'll come out for breaks and you know it'll be like just there's i think first of all my one-year-old's i'm convinced he's a pterodactyl like half <laughs> pterodactyl i mean just i mean that's literally what you hear every other minute like i mean i'm doing calls and yeah during the day it's a good thing we're not doing this during the day because you would definitely <laughs> um, is that a portrait of you in the in the background what is that back there Oh no, that's uh, that's actually my ancestors. So Henry Clay, the great yeah. abolitionist, yeah, yes, my great 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 ancestor. Really, great great great. And then great. who's the other side? And then that that that's that's actually a woman. Back then, they didn't really look like women. Way to go, Mark. Way uh, to go, Mark. Sorry. No, that I don't. My mom. That's my, that's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 my self portrait, and that's the last. <laughs> Uh, no, they, they, yeah, they were not. Uh, that was that's actually his sister. I, for years, we thought it was his wife. We got these, um, you know, voted, but we it was they were passed down from generation. And then the, Hen, the there's a museum in Kentucky where Henry Clay's from, and they wanted to 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 buy them. And we said no, we're keeping them in the family. And they actually said that's not his wife, that's his sister. So for years, our whole family. And they're and here's their child, and it was like this three armed thing the mutant Kentucky automatic third arm bro <laughs> yeah. okay so tell us about your book and the app and all that like tell us about what I mean, you that's got because it's not ready you know I'm working on a book and it did the gist of it we talked briefly last time five core life it's about firing on all cylinders it's about these you know it's taken me uh, quite a while as I said earlier on this crazy wait note taker <laughs> not the, the it started sweaty legal pad started as this yeah back in the day uh when i was in in, in college i hit my my rock bottom and i was um to get serious for a second here i was very suicidal it was a bad time in my life and i said i gotta reinvent myself uh, or or i'm gonna basically that's it so i, I just started reading all these self-help books and years took these notes and then and i was able to find success in business but along the way as i'm reading and doing these things and i'm taking using myself as a human science experiment when i i I kind of, when I finally exited my business, I was like, I stepped back and I thought it was everything that I was working for. And then I realized kind of what I already knew in the back of my head, which is that financial success. Yes. It's, it's a part of the equation, but it's only one small part. It's only one small part. And, you know, to become an entrepreneur in the business sense is fantastic, but really you want to become an entrepreneur in the most important business you'll ever run, which is your life. And, and I realized that the reason I was successful in businesses because I think I've been imploring these other cores that I think I, I didn't know they were cores at the time. I was just like, I know relationships are important. I know my physical health is important. I know my emotional health is important. I know my mindset is important. Um, and so I'm like, you know, doing all these things. And then it kind of all clicked when I, when I sold my business, I was like, now what am I going to do with my life? And I was like, okay, well, I want to actually, you know, leave a legacy and be, have it be known on my tombstone that the, the world is a little bit better for having this guy in it. 
instead of sucking the soul and the, the life out of it like many of us do. Okay, I've got a couple of questions that I'm going to ask you, but my wife on her tombstone thinks it would be funny if she if we put I'll be back on it. On what? On her tombstone. Like Jen Rogers, <laughs> 1980 to 2020. Another. Wow. She's still. It sounds like Mark's got plans for later <laughs> on this year. <laughs> okay, I'll, and then just I'll be back. This is the year. She's has she is she already dead? No, she's still, still with us. Yes, yeah, everything is fine so far. That's we'll why I ran see. into the closet real quick. <laughs> hit, her, hit her one more time. I heard her moving around. <laughs> I heard her moaning. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's the word. Domestic abuse. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, what is your like in the pandemic when you kind of have. You know, I, one good thing about all this is like all my whole fall schedule is wide open. That's kind of fun. I'm normally very busy with with things. Uh, so like you're, we're kind of in this in this rut. What is your like daily routine? What is, when do you wake up? What do you do? Uh, what do you your nutrition, movement, all that stuff? Like what's your daily no, okay. routine? So yeah, so uh, I wake up and um, I try. I, I, I so I have Flipboard on my old. I call them failure habits versus success habits. Failure habits are things that build negative momentum and make you less happy. Success habits are the opposite. So I realized, and I'll, you know, every time I catch myself in a failure habit, I'm like, okay, how do I, how do I replace this with a success habit? So I used to look at the news and then it would just depress me. And, you know, I mean, if you, if you look at Apple, do you guys have the Apple feed, whatever you, you, you know, top five stories guaranteed to make you either pissed off or <laughs> disgusted with humanity or you know, all right. of the above. So now I have Flipboard and I can choose what I want to, <laughs> be seen. So like personal development, you know, entrepreneur, um, you know, find whatever. So art, art, whatever. So I, I look at that stuff and it, at least it just gets my eyes open. I can no longer spring out of bed like I used to when I was a spring chick. Me so either. then I go down and have my What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, I have a very, I call it like a, it's spinach and it's protein and it's bananas and it's my, um, my little concoction. I've been doing it for gosh, 15, probably 15 years. Every morning. Yeah, and I put coffee in it. So, like, I put coffee in you the shit. get the shit. caffeine, yeah. The twofer. Um, and then I play with my kids for a little bit, come up, take a shower. And in the shower, I actually habit stack where I do two things. I say my mantra to myself, and I stretch. I tore my ACL and my and my meniscus playing basketball last year. Ugh. And so I now have to stretch every day, basically, for the rest of my life uh, if I want to keep it from, you know, atrophying or whatever. So, I, I as I'm stretching, ooh, Add that to the bragging montage. Oh, at first, all I saw was a. You, you don't even want to know what I thought that was at first. But now, <laughs> now it's time on Sprockets where we dance. <laughs> yeah, I this is Sprockets where we dance. Would you like to touch my monkey? Let's, okay, so let's what, go. Did you tear yours too? No, I just I'm trying. I'm I'm a high green belt taekwondo, and I'm uh, trying to do the splits. And so I've got I bought this thing, and it's torture, but it's fun and it's helping my He's back. Working on his flexibility because you can't get your freaking purple belt or whatever without doing the splits your purple belt okay anyway so you stretch in the shower yeah. i like that well so i just i'll give you my i'm not gonna give you my, my morning routine so the last thing basically of my morning routine i i, I say my mantra as i'm doing my stretches so it's it's, it's two for i don't feel like i'm it's just become habit right. like i don't even feel like i'm doing it but my mantra is something that at one point i wrote down and over the years it evolved and it involves these five cores i was telling you about and i basically now i've memorized it I've said it to myself every day for the last 15 years um, or so. And and I go through the things of, that are important to me and that I want to make sure to remind myself of, you know, usually involving things that I know. So sometimes I'll tweak it if it's failure habits that I'm working on. 
Um, and then just, you know, and then at the very end, it's what I'm grateful for just to remind me of, you know, the big picture. Cause it's so easy to get caught up in the, Oh, my life sucks. I just, I got to tell you. So this reminds me, I just, somebody sent me this video today. It said being born in 1900 versus being born today. And it was just so right on. I'm going to share it. On yes, please send it to me. It, it, it literally yeah. went into like what a kid born in 1900 went Dealt through. With. And it was like world war one, Spanish flu. Great Depression, World World War II, Korean War. You know, it was insane. And then meanwhile, then it showed like, you know, being being born today, I have to stay home because of COVID and watch Netflix. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) just put things Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. It was so right on because it's like, right, you got everybody's about, uh, but really we are very fortunate because number one, this thing's not killing. Spanish flu killed like 5 million people. And kids um, were, you know, young people. Like, imagine yeah, right. if that was happening. Yeah. Jeez. Right. The kids aren't, aren't, aren't getting really, you know, for the most part. And so it is very fortunate. And it's like, oh, we have to stay in our air-conditioned homes. And, you know, and granted, not everybody has that luxury. Right. So. But for the most part, I see, we see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. At so the end know. of your mantra, do you say, I'm, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people uh, like me? Gosh, God, what is it? And gosh darn it. Is that what he says? I'm doggone it. Doggone it. Doggone it. People like me. Stuart Smalley. <laughs> Michael Jordan was on one of those. You remember that one? Speaking of Michael Jordan, he was on a Stuart Smalley. He was? Rick is. Yes, he was. Look it up. He, he was on. Yeah, he was on SNL. He, he was probably the worst. Wor- probably the worst ever. SNL host, however, was in one of the greatest SNL sketches all time. The ball? Sw- Sweet River Baines when he was the oh, yeah. first black Harlem Globetrotter. And it is one of the funniest it's just sketches like, it's just, ever. Yeah, running circles Because they have everybody. just all these white guys play basketball like an old time. And then all of a sudden they have Jordan and he's... Just, Dunking on everybody and it's blowing everybody's mind. I do remember that. I do remember that. <laughs> and his name was Sweet River Bates. I'm gonna watch that when we get done. Um, okay, the last question I have. Uh, you read a lot. I want to know. This is gonna like if if you're anything like me, this is gonna be a tough question. Yeah. You have five books that you can tell people to read <clears throat> right now, and then at, and then you can't tell them any more books that they can read, and, this, and they can't read any more books after this. This is the last five books they're ever gonna read. What are the five books? Mm, okay. So the book started it all for me when I told you I had that rock bottom bounce in college. I serendipitously discovered how to win friends and influence people Covey. by Dale Carnegie. Carnegie. Written, written in the 20s. I think they slightly modified it, but honestly, even if they hadn't, like that, that still holds up today. And those are the books, you know, the, the, the other ones I'm going to mention, they're all ones that are, I consider it's like universal principles. And by the way, they're all probably. To some people, I don't know. This may be boring, but they're all personal development books because that's that's really well. Boring. That's the that's that's the deal. That's what we asked. I mean, it's good that, to five develop books. your person. Yeah, good to pr- develop your person. I agree. So, so that that started. That's what kind of got my wheels turning. Like, oh, there's another way to look at my life. Yeah. Maybe I'm not the only one that feels this way. Um, and then Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, definitely. And that's all about getting your mindset in the I'm going to be wealthy space. And it sounds cheesy, it sounds simple, it sounds too good to be true, but really, if you don't have that mindset, which is one of my cores, by the way, and, and but it's not just for the rich part, but that, that, that is part of it, you gotta have that sort of, like, you gotta see things through a lens of, I'm gonna be successful, and I'm gonna make it, or I'm gonna be happy, I'm gonna do this, whatever, or you never will. And so that's, the, in one se- sentence, basically what the book's about, but it's way, way, way better than that. I did not do it justice. Uh, rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, mm-hmm. That was another pivot. All of these were pivotal times in my life too, where 
once I read this book and things just started happening for me. So that one was right before I got my job at Florida Land Partners selling land. It was a crazy. Oh God, I, we talked about the, we talked about um, <laughs> far and away last time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good. We did yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that. Was that was amazing. Yeah. On the planet, literally like a modern day far and away, but with SUVs, and we raced <laughs> to the parcels. We slapped all the soul stickers, and there was customers fighting. So I read that right before, and that was all about passive income, getting your money to work for instead of again, um, whether you're working for it or not, and all these good things. A pig, PI, passive income generator. Uh, then uh, is that three? That's three. One, Atomic Habits. Sorry. So that's three, right? Atomic Habits by James Clear. Okay. Awesome. Awesome book. Um, Last one. I mean, I'm going to have to go with Tim Ferriss, The Four Hour Work Week. Yeah. Okay. That really, and I, I, I like that so much. I listen. You guys listen to his podcast. Yes. Ever? I have great. his. I have the Tools of Titans. Like encyclopedia book. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah. I know, right? It's now. incredible. It's like, right here. Yeah. Um, you know, and that that was another one. Pivotal. I read that and I was like, okay, so I don't need to just like work my ass off for 80 hours a week to make money. Like you can be smart about how you use your time and actually make more money. And that just kind of another mind shift that kind of changed everything. Tim Ferriss is the reason that I can't like do a whole lot in the shower. Really? Because I take cold <laughs> showers. Because I take cold showers. So I'm trying to get the hell out of there because it's freezing. Um, so anyway, uh, Tim Ferriss, thank you very much. Yes. So that's a good. Yep. That's a good list. A good list. What is the last fiction book that you read? Oh man, it's been a long time. Um, I loved Crichton back in the day. I got into him. I mean, we're going back to like Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rising Sun. Yes. Um, yeah, there was one called like Congo. Uh huh. I think. I don't oh, think great I stuff. like all of his. God, I mean, honestly, that may be the lowest. And that was, I mean, I was probably, I mean, I'm 44 now. That was probably in my like, mid 20s. So that tells you. How Been a while. Much. Yeah. I do. I, I try to mix it up. I, I'd read the self help and, you know, these kind of books that, you know, Rick sent me. And, uh, but you I. You showed that. Sorry, real quick, but you didn't say what that's about. You mentioned that show uh, it's, alone. Um, or... A field guide to the art of wilderness survival. Okay. Mark sprung it on me last week when he was talking about books that my mom suggested that he read and held it up, and I went into a like not, a laughing spasm and happened. could not stop laughing. No, that's not what happened at all. Um, <laughs> that is almost exactly. But what I do. It's like it. I'll read like a self help uh, or like a nonfiction, but then I've got to have like a brain, like I'm like the Harry Bosch books. I can just. It's like I. It's like a brain. Like just a, a vacation from a brain, but it, and it's just hey, some, yeah. Listen, I'm with you. Like I, I just if I again, it's like that whole Blinkist thing. But then you don't want to read one of those on Blinkist. Right, I feel like right. so many books that I have literally on my shelf right here that I haven't read, and there's a list like that I have like that I come across again. I'm just crazy note taker, and I'm always like writing. Oh, I need to read this. I need or somebody. I'll listen to a podcast, and somebody will tell me about. Oh, that sounds good. And then and honestly, it becomes overwhelming, and I get anxiety. Right, um, right, yeah, yeah. My list is too long. I, you know, I and, have, and then, like, I can't read just for fun. So my, but I do the, 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 the lazier of the two, which is I'll just go watch Netflix or just a documentary I'll, or something. Yeah. I'll just like at night and I'll just watch. Whereas a lot of people read, which I give them credit for. Rick will make fun of me for this, but I have a spreadsheet of all the books that I want to read when I start them, what format they're in, when I finish them, if it was fiction or nonfiction, I've got a goal of how many I want to read every, you know, it's this whole thing. I've got, and I get, I say, if I don't do that, I'll be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to read next. <laughs> I can't do this. There's too many well, books I've I, bought. I, I, I totally respect You break your own mute, dummy. 
Because if had I thought about that, that's probably something I would have done. That's brilliant. <laughs> when that you... the most Mark Rogers ass thing I've ever heard of in my <laughs> life. And I can understand of having a list of books because someone will suggest to me. I have a book. too many on the in the queue. I have it too takes many me books. a really long t- like I tend to read uh, very boring nonfiction books. It's part of my kind of sleep hygiene. But I'm like right in the middle of like Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, and I've been reading it for like four months, ten years. And so by the time I'm done with it, I will have like I don't know. I, I don't have a book left on my list because I don't have a list. So I can understand making a list of books you want to read. Yes, we all know, Mark. We believe you. Idiot. But like how long it took you – and I wish I did maintain a list of like – because if, if someone told me like, hey, what was the last nonfiction book you read? I couldn't tell you because I can't remember the last book I read before what I'm reading now because it's taking me so long to uh, read Count it. Of Monte Christ- it was Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, no, that was that. like uh, that was like two hundred books ago. Really, I'm the one who suggested that. that that's one of my all-time great. Did. That's a very good book. Great, and nothing like the movie. The movie's great, but the book is very oh, different. Movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. Movie yeah, sucks well, compared to books. The movie, yeah. I, I, I was just, I, you know, right. One of those things, like they always say this. It's such a cliche, but if you saw the movie, you might have been like, oh, that's a good movie. But like, if I, I saw the book and then I read the movie. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, there's never been a movie that has even like the good the good ones like Lord of the Rings to you know Return of the King like the best it got best picture, not as good as the book. Sorry. Oh, you read? Oh, you went down that. I I read those this year actually. I read all the Hobbit and all the Lord of the Rings books. So you read it after you saw the movies, mm-hmm. and they were so much better. You I okay books that I've read recently that were that I saw the movie first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no Country for Old Men, The Revenant, Dances with Wolves, Fight Club. All of those books are better than the movie. I didn't realize any Even of those Dance. Books. I'm going to reread Dance with Man, Wolves this I year because Dances it's so great. Yesterday, again, for really, such time. a good movie. And the book is like so much better because you get in into movie, his they brain. Have like the, in the movie, they have like the fakest fart sound I've ever heard <laughs> when he's riding. Uh, he, he's getting taken out to Fort Sedgwick right before he gets arrowed to he, death, and he's writing a bunch of stuff in his book. Like put that in your book. And the guy bends over, and the fart sound sounds like a trumpet. He just goes. <laughs> but that, that was a really good. <laughs> that was actually a really video of that. But read that book. That book is uh, it's really? man. You hear like you get the internal like mindset of of his like why he wants to be out there and it's just it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, okay, we're. So, yes. I will say it just while we're talking. The only book I would say that was like just as good. So Jaws is my all-time favorite movie. Okay, I, I read I've never read the book. Man. Never I seen read it. the book after I saw the movie. You gotta read the book. I heard that. I've heard, I heard that. The book after I saw the movie, it was already my favorite movie, and I, my brain like had like it, it didn't know what to do because it was like, wait a minute, now the book's not the movie's not as good as the book. But the oh movie's no, my favorite it's your favorite movie. movie. Yeah. What, you what do you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a brain aneurysm on me, but I'll tell you, the the book is unreal and it's very different. It's I'm adding it to my spreadsheet. Hang on. Very different. It's very different from the movie in a, in, a, in a very cool way. Okay, when you finish, uh, evil has a name. I want you to email me your thoughts. Start it yeah, I have soon, and you won't. What's happening in there? Is he screaming? What's wrong with him? Yeah, My six-year-old father, father of the year, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Deal with us. So There's my wife. There. Hello. We were Hi, just Jim. talking about you. Can I get my wife in here? Your tombstone. Yeah, she's alive. Hey, it's proof right now. Proof. She's alive. Oh, she's, hey, she's, she's not in the closet. She's still here. Well, she? not, hey, not I'll be back. Yeah. It, does that make sense? She's, I'll be yeah, back. Yeah, she's already said it. She. We were talking about I'll be back. All right, she's going in the closet. 
It's time. Yeah, party. Yeah, that's how you're going to dismember I didn't really, I didn't do it very good. <laughs> Amateur. I have this nice. There it was. No, man, you're really on top new, of things, everyone. I'm very scared. Stop. You want to be on the show, Stop. don't you? You Come want on. to be on that alone show. I do. Oh, he does. And he would uh, he would uh, tap out in three days. Uh, uh, tango, because he tango, would, he, he tango, would eat something and <laughs> he would get severe diarrhea. Yeah, that, that's, the diarrhea would be what we get marked. That, that's why. That's what happens to me every day. <laughs> well, I can't even live in modern society without diarrhea. I, I eat something and I start diarrheaing in my pants <laughs> or in my best friend's patrol car. <laughs> On a ride along. You've been born in 1900, bro. And then diarrhea would have been the least of your Right. Problem. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, thank God I have diarrhea today. <laughs> thank God. I'm like, so <laughs> Okay. Willie Woo. This has been great. Uh, <laughs> this this is a this was an Enjoy Life podcast uh, episode. We talked about some stuff, some good stuff in there. Books yeah, are really important. Stuff, so this yeah. is good. So keep us posted on your book and the app and all that stuff, and we'll blast it out to our stuff, and we'll have you back on in the fall. Uh, check back in with you and and uh, see how the kids are uh, if they're driving you crazy and all that stuff. So guys, this was awesome. I love you guys. Honestly, I'm not just saying this at all. The podcasts I've done, like I really love you guys and. God, earmuffs every other podcast I've been on. <laughs> right. definitely a bit. Well, we always say this like at the end of the at the end of our shows, we're always like, we need to have you back on, and like, yeah, we tell everybody we need to have you back on. We don't, we, we, we don't have all yeah. of them back. Earmuffs, on. all of our guests. Like, so the <laughs> fact that you're back on means like, yeah. Like, hey, essential oils guy. We're not shut, no, no, shut up. Terrible. You're the worst guest we've ever had. We never had you back on. Okay, uh, we've had a lot of essential oils. We're not gonna uh, pinpoint. <laughs> Rick wouldn't be able to say what the guy's I name love, was. I anyway. love the good cop, bad cop going on here. Yeah. Oh, we, we love essential oils. I mean, it's uh, they're fantastic. Awesome. Very good. All right. Well, go Bulls, and uh, we will talk to you soon. I'll email. Yeah, the links when all this is up. Yeah, email and then and then we got to schedule our next one. Yep. Guys are booking six oh months. yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, listen, we, we, we got to have you back on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really mean it. I'll send you the link. It's the same link, but I'll send it to you again uh, uh, whenever I send you all the stuff. Cool. Cool. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, guys. All right. Good to see, you. see you, man. That's it for the Five Core Life podcast with Will Moore. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you have not already, please make sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when an episode drops every week. If you haven't joined the Five Core Life Facebook group yet, I encourage you to also join that and see what all the fuss is about. There's some really great, awesome content there designed to get your momentum going, including a monthly giveaway where you can win a complimentary coaching call with the Will Moore himself. The Facebook group is currently the only place to get Will's dedicated attention and support on your five core journey. If you're feeling stuck or just want someone to cheer you on, that's the place that you need to be. There's nothing like a community of people on the same journey to get you fired up, kicking butt, and taking names. So come join us. Well, get moving, gain momentum, join the movement. Join Emmett by going to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five cores. 